Good morning. This is Barb Lamson, Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener, Karen Wright. Hey, Karen, this is the time of the year. Every year we do this, we review how things went this past year, things that we could probably do a little better, or maybe some surprises, or anything else we learned from this past year. And one of the things I would say is the biggest surprise to us gardeners is climate change. Big time. It's here and it's gonna stay. And we have to take a look at so many aspects of gardening that we've done at certain times of the years. We can't do it now. For example, in the spring, I mean, when is it safe to put your, like your crops out that your plants that like warm weather. When is it going to be warm? I mean, it seems like it gets warm really early, but then we get those cold snaps, so you're not safe. So it's really hard to tell. And in the fall, we had the warmth till the last moment, but we had some a few of those cold snaps in there too. So it is much more confusing. In fact, the number of thing I put down that didn't work was this is the second year of drought. So what didn't work was some of the things I planted that require more water. And so I have been incorporating more clover in my lawn. So I didn't water my yard all summer, but I did at the very end before we went into the winter, I, I made sure we had enough water on it, but mine was green because I had that clover in there. Sure, and you know, this is such an important thing to do. Just be aware that the climate is changing. We had the drought and where we used to sit and think, well, Okay, next week. I mean, we're about due. This it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Mm -hmm. We just went on endlessly and endlessly. And if you hadn't planned to be available to water, sometimes when we had these high winds and and it was still hot, you had to water in the morning. You had to water in the evening, especially if you had potted plants out. Oh, absolutely. And the thing I learned was, you know, I planted all the those native flowers as a part of my lakeshore renovation and I noticed those native plants they did not really suffer at all from the drought right. but the ones that are these hybrids and that are very beautiful and I've got a lot of those those are the ones that suffered the most and I did have to put more water in so I'm trying to be more cognizant of I guess environmentalness is sure you sometimes you're gonna have to change up things and understanding too that if you can put a barrier around the plant mm -hmm. so the sun and the wind isn't baking in there and drying them out you, some type of a mulch, that's going to help protect the plant, the soil, and they'll grow so much better. They won't dry out nearly as often. But maybe, as you said, what you want to change is to do more native plants. They're survivors. That's why they're native that's plants. That's why they're native, right? How about you? What did you feel like was maybe the, the biggest oops that the, you had this year? Well, I have always loved a stilby. Mm -hmm. A stilby is a shade-loving plant, but I probably have overplanted it, and during this drought, I couldn't keep it watered enough. I had the same thing, so they they ended up being kind of scruffy little things, and they had the flowers, which are beautiful in the shade, pretty much dried up, dried up very it, quickly. Right, and, and when you have them in a mass, all of a sudden you have a mass of, 
Hmm. Brown tops. <laughs> yeah, brown. It, it doesn't look attractive at all. So I'm going to divert those plants. And if we continue to have this kind of weather droughts, I, I'm going to get rid of those. And then the ferns. The ferns were a big disaster. Oh, they this struggled year. as well. You know, normally oh. if you get enough moisture, they're just gorgeous. But I have those on the hillside, which if there was any water, it runs off anyway. But they just were brown, crispy on the hillside too. Yeah, and it was just every variety of ferns. I have yeah. four different types and they all suffered with the drought and the heat and the wind and you know sometimes people will think if they're not experienced well maybe it needs fertilizer that's so, what that's sometimes the first thing people do is like, i'll just give it more fertilizer not, not a good thing no. no that's the worst thing you can do right not only that if you understood that especially if it's a commercial fertilizer, not an organic fertilizer, and you pour that into this dry soil, burn, you're g- kill your microbes <laughs> yeah, in there. Exactly. So when we do get water, you're gonna it's gonna take your plant a lot longer to recover. So we just want to encourage people, you know, keep gardening, but uh, be aware that we have climate change and we can't do things like we've always we've done. We've got to adapt, just like the climate is. Yeah, exactly. So if you'd like more information about gardening and and climate change, contact your Extension office. They'd be happy to help you. Until next time, this is Barb Lamson along with Karen Wright wishing you happy gardening.